The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the crowds, Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent are taking it by force. All the prophets and the law prophesied up to the time of John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah, the one who is to come. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just a day after we celebrate the Immaculate Conception of Mary and three days before we celebrate another major Marian feast, the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, we remember today one of the most important messengers and collaborators of Mary in the work of evangelization, especially in the Americas. We're celebrating today the memorial of St. Juan Diego. I don't even want to try to um, try to pronounce his Indian name because I won't be able to. It's a little bit difficult. Who Mary, under the title of Our Lady of Guadalupe, appeared in the early 1500s. His Indian name means an eagle that speaks. Eagles are known to soar high. They are strong. They are also known for their speed. Eagles are often used as symbols or emblems of powerful nations. But in the case of St. Juan Diego, his biggest strength and power are best seen in his humility and simplicity, and of course, his great faith. Reflecting on his life, two things stood out for me. First, his unwavering and persistent faith. He was one of the new converts of the new world. He and his wife, Maria Lucia, were one of the new Christian couples of the new world. And although there was no established church in their place, Juan Diego would rise at dawn to walk for approximately nine miles to the nearest missionary center where he could attend Mass and receive his religious instruction. In fact, it was during one of his trips to the missionary center that the Blessed Mother first appeared to him, asking him, Where are you going, Juan? Smallest and dearest of my children. And then he replied, I am hurrying to get to Mass to hear the homily. He was relentless in growing in his newly found faith, beating all odds to celebrate the sacraments, 
especially the Eucharist. So, so that's the first thing, his, his unwavering and persistent faith. The second one that stood out for me is his humility. The second time that Mary appeared to him in the hill of Tepejak, and after feeling discouraged that the bishop wasn't believing him of the message of Our Lady, he pleaded Mary to give the mission to someone, to someone more important than himself. And I was reading last night this book of, about the history of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and these were his exact words to the Blessed Mother. He said, I beg you to have one of the nobles who are held in steam, one who is known, respected, honored, have him carry on, take your venerable breath, your venerable word, so that he will be believed. Because I am really just a man from the country. I am the porter's rope. I am a back frame, just a tail, a wing. I myself need to be led, carried on someone's back. Please excuse me. I will afflict your face, your heart. I will fail. I will fall into your anger, into your displeasure, my lady. So he was begging. He was begging Mary to give the task to someone else because he said, I am just a simple man. No one would believe me, no, especially the bishop. With one Diego insisting that Mary find someone better for the task that she was asking her to do, that she was asking him to do, he reveals himself as the perfect messenger, one who humbly withdraws in order to call attention to the message itself. You know, that's one of the things about um, those visionaries that Our Lady appeared to. It's the message that's more important, not the messenger. And we have seen the fruits of this. It has been said that the apparition of Our Lady of Guadalupe has seen one of the biggest conversion in the recent history. After the apparitions, Thousands of Indians began flocking every day to the missionary centers seeking baptism. And some priests had to baptize as many as 6,000 people a day. Could you imagine that? As much as 6,000 people a day. And in this one particular friary, as stated here in this book, this one Franciscan missionary, it was recorded that he baptized 14,200 Indians in the course of five days. 14,000. And then between 1532 and 1538, and Our Lady appeared in 1531, there were about 9 million people who received baptism and other sacraments of the church. Thus, Our Lady was named as, or is named as the Star of evangelization. And the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe is the most visited place in the Catholic or Christian world right now, every year, surpassing even Rome and Holy Land. 
20 million people visiting it before the pandemic. So we've seen, it's amazing, the fruits of humility and simplicity. Only a humble and faithful heart like that of Juan Diego can bring a multitude of souls to the Lord. It's, it's, it's incredible. Let us ask for that grace to be able to be instruments of evangelization as well in our own small little way. In the kingdom of God, there's no such thing as little. We, we contribute in a unique and special way in the building up of the kingdom. Saint Juan Diego, pray for us.